What's up, guys? This is Josiah Gardner with you on the podcast. Just give me a beat. Uh, <laughs> it's so good to be with you guys today. Um, if you saw from the podcast title today, we're going to be talking about uh, the blessing that is uh, singleness and um, and also how to walk in purity. Um, this episode is just in its nature going to be just a little bit countercultural. Um, and I mean, I say that because we live in a time that glorifies relationships, that glorifies sex, and just um, it's it's hard to kind of reconcile. Okay, wh- you know, where do I fit in in this in this culture? When um, you know, so maybe you're in a season of singleness. Uh, maybe you've uh, maybe you've been single your entire life. Um, in in either case, uh, I am here to tell you that the Bible lifts up people in that position. Um, it does not put them down. Um, it does not say do better. It does not say, uh, find somebody really quick. (laughs) You know, it actually, it actually encourages you if you're in a season of singleness in Ecclesiastes, it says, use that time to, to grow. So I'm going to just be speaking from, uh, kind of where I'm at in that perspective. So, uh, I hope you guys, uh, are along for the ride. Just give me a beat. Give me a beat. Bless on bless. We young and free. Young and free. Just give me a beat. Give me a beat. All right. So first things first. Uh, we're just gonna talk about um, about scripture and its perspective on singleness. Um, in First Corinthians, it says, First Corinthians chapter seven verse eight. Uh, to the unmarried and the widows, I say that it is good for them to remain single as I am. Paul, he was single and he was very much fulfilling uh, God's purpose uh, in his own life. And that's that's the that's the beauty I think Paul saw in being single. You know, he 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 knew that when you're single, you're able to just focus um, on the will of God, and you're not so you're not so hung up on um, all the responsibilities of life, and you don't have other people to take care of. You have yourself, and 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 you're able to just focus on on what's important. And uh, Paul saw that as a huge advantage um, spiritually. And not to say that people in relationships or people in marriages, not to say that to take away from any of that, because obviously that is God ordained as well. Um, It's more of a thing of where is God calling you to right now? Um, I know for sure there are people, Christians, who are in a relationship that they should not be in. Um, I know for sure that, that there are uh, relationships can uh, so easily sway you away from God, and so that's that's the important thing: is what is God? What season of life is God calling you to right now? And are you fighting Him in that, or are you willing to uh, say, okay, you know, whether you're single or whether you're dating or whether you're, uh, you know, you're married or in, in engagement or whatever? 
are you are you living into that because that's where God has you or are you forcing this are you trying to to push yourself into a position uh to be in a place where where uh where God just does not have you right now uh that is that's the big question um and um I know I've had to figure that out for myself and not so much with relationships uh for me the temptation is not so much for relationships as it is for um, for pursuing goals and trying to fulfill uh, some of my some of my dreams outside of outside of um, where I'm at right now. Um, so it, it's a it's a struggle for everybody, and just to realize that there there's genuine purpose in the waiting season. Um, that can be a hard thing um, to wait. Uh, waiting is not something that's attractive to people. Um, we hate waiting. Um, but just to know that, that there's always a purpose in the season that God has you in right now. And you may not be able to see it, but, um, but that is, that is the best thing. And, and, and it always comes down to, to trust in God. Um, I love the scripture that says your word is a light to my feet and a, a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Um, God doesn't always show you, you know, the entire way that you're going to be going, the entire way that you're going to be walking. But if you are staying in his word, he always shows you what the next step is. And that's, that's all you can say. Uh, you, you, that's why I have issues sometimes with people with five-year plans and people with uh, <laughs> just just people that say, "Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna get married at you know the age of 26, and I'm gonna uh, you know start having kids at 30, and uh, you know like like you can't really know any of that stuff. Um, at least that's how I feel right now, and um, because. Because God, He's he, He's only showing you what the next step is. Um, he's not going to show you ten years down the road. He's not going to show you five years down the road. Um, and so, uh, I just I just encourage you to uh, to be in the Word and to learn to trust in 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 what He's got in for you right now. Um, I believe that everybody needs to go through a season of singleness. Uh, no matter who you are, um, some people have been dating ever since you know elementary school, and and they just are going from relationship to relationship to relationship, and I think that can really really stunt your growth as a person. Um, the the things that that singleness and just just having a time um, a long period of that it can teach you how to grow in your confidence. It can teach you how to be content in yourself and it can allow you to grow in your self-knowledge. Um, when, if you have to depend on being in a relationship for your contentment, I think that really, really just can really inhibit you from actually uh, experiencing, finding your contentment in, in God and in your in just your own um in your own self, I guess. Um, it, it's, it's, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. 
Um, but but going through some of those hard times and going through some of those lonely times and things like that, you 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 come to a knowledge of of just what what you enjoy, and um, you can find that in yourself and not in in other people. Um, I've been reading a book. Actually, I just finished it, and the book is called Same Sex Attraction and the Church. The, the book stuck out to me because it's, it's called, the, there's the subtitle that says The Surprising Plausibility of the Celibate Life. And so I read this book because, um, first of all, I was recommended it uh, by somebody, and they said it's really, really good, and you know, I'm in a, uh, I'm a worship leader, and just in that position, I kind of want to expose myself to all sorts of different ideas. Um, I read that this book not because I experience same-sex attraction. Um, I don't, uh, but I know that that is definitely an issue in the church right now, um, and it's it's one of those things that's it's hard to address. And so, the the author for this book. Uh, his name's Ed Shaw. He's actually a pastor, and um, he said his entire life he has he has struggled with same sex attraction, and um, and the reason this book was so interesting was because um, he pointed out that in our church culture we do not even give singleness a lifetime of singleness at that, even a thought. Like, we don't, we don't think that that's actually possible or plausible. <laughs> and, and what he says is it's actually a very plausible thing. Um, in fact, for him, he says there's, there's not an, another option for him. So he's going to be single his entire life. He says he wishes, you know, in his flesh... He wishes he could be with another man, uh, but he knows that that is, according to the scripture, that is sinful. And he, he says, man, this is actually a plausible thing. And I was just like, I was blown away because, um, because he was talking about how one of the killers in our church, one of the, the reasons our church struggles so much is because we come to church on Sundays, and I can I can testify to this too. I see this every week. We come to church on Sundays, and we say hi to people. Maybe we get to our seats, we sit through the service, and then we leave. And he says, if we had a community of believers who actually took the time to 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 be with each other, to care for each other, to 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 really have community outside of church. He said that would increase the life and that would increase the um the camaraderie, the unity, all the things. That would increase all those things in church. And he says what the church is missing are singles who have time to um to really invest in those relationships. And man, it was just such such a great book. I mean, I can't speak to a lot of the things he speaks to just because I don't have the same experience and I don't have the same, um, I'm not wired the same way he is. And so I, 
I leave it to him. If you're interested in in, in learning about um, uh, some of those things that that he that he, that he struggles with, all those things, I, I would rec- I recommend this book. It's called Same Sex Attraction and the Church: um, The Surprising Plausibility of the Celibate Life. Um, yes, again, just solid, solid book. So. If you are single, know that there is purpose for you. Know that you might be in a waiting period, but that this waiting is not wasted. Um, And there are actually things you can pursue now that will set you up in the future. And one of those things, um, one of those key things, I think for me, is is purity. And um, I know purity is kind of a, a Christianese word. Um, and basically, what purity is is it's it's single single mindedness towards towards Christ is is what it is, and. And in purity, there is, I mean, the main thing, I guess, talking about purity is sexual purity. And um, just to um, just to kind of open us up, uh, my favorite verse, my favorite verse when it comes to purity is 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 22. And it says, flee the evil desires of your youth and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace along with those who pursue the Lord out of a pure heart. Such a good verse. Um, it's just a reminder that purity does not come passively. Purity comes through like intentionality. And any person, any pastor, any anybody in the faith who lives a pure life like that's not on accident. Think of it like I was told this analogy, so I can't take credit for it. But uh, it's it's like a fish that's 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 living uh, in a rushing you know in rushing water. It's like unless that fish is intentionally swimming upstream, it's naturally going to be pushed backwards. And living in the culture that we live in, in a culture that, that just lifts up sexual desires and, and just anywhere you look, it's just, man, it's a challenge, man. You will naturally be pushed back. Okay, so that's, that's why it's so important to be intentional about your purity. And I think mainly it is important as far as the media that we consume. <laughs> I mean, um, there's hard, I mean, I have to be so strict about the movies I watch. I have to be so strict about the music I listen to. And, um, and I, I am intentional about that stuff because, um, for me and for me, purity is just like, I want to live that out. And, um, and so, um, if you, if you're consuming a lot of those things, um, 
like movies with with sex in it and um, sex scenes and just like all the stuff. Like, I mean, there's no way you can walk a pure life um, in those things. And and for me, purity is so much more satisfying than the impure life. And and let me just kind of dive into that a little bit real quick. Um, living living in sex, you know, living with with sin with sexual sin is gratifying moment by moment. Um but then is so it's so it's 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 a weight to bear and if you're a Christian, like you you know, like you can't you can't be living both both ways. And I remember for myself um, trying to live that double life of of trying to be a Christian and trying to to walk in in sexual immorality and and things like that. There was so much there was so much shame in that for me. And so, um, so realizing that for myself, I realized, wow, like, like this, this double life, it it doesn't work. And, um, realizing that, that I have to really like, like once I, once I found God in that sin, um, I was able to really, just focus wholeheartedly on him. And that is so satisfying for me. Like, like there is nothing more satisfying than to realize that, that me and God were, we're actually working together towards this goal of purity. And, um, and my relationship with God has never been the same, uh, ever since. So, um, so that brings on the next question of how do you walk a pure life. And um, we're going to go to Psalms 119 verse 9. And um, it says, how does a young man keep his way pure? Ask the very same question that we're asking right now. And it says, by living according to your word. Okay, so that's, it, it says, it says, when when you're open when you open up his word and when you actually say okay i'm going to live this out that is when you will start to walk in purity um that is just such an awesome revelation because because it it's the tie between the word of god and 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 our own purity and um until we decide for ourselves okay we're going to live this thing out we're going to do uh what the word says and we're actually going to we're actually going to start you you know implementing that into our lives that's when we'll start living pure, purely um so all those things to say um learn if you're in a time of singleness Learn to walk in purity. Learn to uh, uh, say no to yourself and to start um, seeking God wholeheartedly. If this is a place that you've messed up in in the past, know that there's always forgiveness for you. Know that it's not too late to pursue the Lord. Um, And um, if you repent of your sin, 
He is faithful and just to forgive us your sin and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Um, so it's never too late. And um, find those friends, find those people that will build you up in the Lord and, and, and avoid, avoid the people that are going to, 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 to drag you down and, um, and cause you to stumble in those areas. Um, and then I guess I just kind of want to end um, on some um, on a couple things that I've learned personally. Again, a lot of these things I'm just saying because um, these are things I've learned in, for myself. Uh, I can't speak to um, to what it is to live a married life or, you know, I just can't speak to those things because I, I don't have those experiences. Uh, but I can speak to this. Um, some, some suggestions for you guys is, man, just use your time to grow in the Lord. Um, this is the time to just really just grow in your hunger, grow in your, um, grow in, in the person that you are, um, and, and just let God just really use you and, um, and, and really let him grab hold of you, man. Uh, this is the time for, uh, for him just to, um, just to work and, and do things in your life. And so, um, allow that to happen and, um, step out of your comfort zone um, and do hard things like that. That seems like some weird advice. Um, but I'm telling you, like I've been able to do some just awesome things, um, in my singleness that I would have never been able to do, uh, if I was tied down in a relationship. <laughs> and, um, so one of those things was an internship in Kansas City, Missouri. I spent an entire summer um, helping out at a church of 50 people, super, super small, but it was great, and stayed at a host family's house um, for four months. And that seems like the most uncomfortable thing in the world because, I mean, I never even, I didn't know them. Like, I walked in and I had no clue whose house I was going to or anything like that. And I, I didn't know anybody else in the Kansas city area, but let me tell you, I got to know them very, very quickly. Okay. Um, but it was a great, great time. Um, obviously, obviously there's, um, it was, it was not always easy, <laughs> but it was, it was great. Like I would not have traded that for like any other thing I could do over the summer. And so it was, it was awesome. So I'm telling you, step out of your comfort zone, do some hard things. Um, a lot of the times, if you are unfulfilled in your singleness, it's probably because you just need to get a life. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's a very straightforward way of saying it, but you just need to do things outside of your comfort zone. You need to go and do something new, something fresh. Um, a, a Adding another person into your life is not going to solve the issue of your own unsatisfaction, okay? Um, and you can do that in so many ways. Um, lots of times, um, single people are um, still dependent 
still depending on the same things that they did you know as as their kids and i'm talking about like like depending on your parents and if you're living with your parents there's no issue with that but but just know that there's so many opportunities for you to grow there's so many ways that you can you can step out and do something new and so anyways i feel like i'm beating a dead horse now um or just being repetitive or something but <laughs> but um but there's just because you're single does not mean you have to be unfulfilled in your life is what I'm saying here. Um, so um, I hope that this was encouraging to you. I hope that if you are in a season of singleness, that that you do not feel pressure to step into a relationship, to step into something. Um, just know that the, that the expectations of people around you do not have to determine the steps that you actually take. Um, because you don't have to, um, you can make your own decisions. You have to be confident in yourself, uh, confident enough to say, I'm going to use this time to to grow. I'm going to use this time to uh, to really just um, find out who I am. And so I pray that you are able to find that. Um, I hope that I can, can cheer you on in that. Um, and so all these thoughts, um, let me just pray. And uh, that will conclude our time uh, on the podcast. So, um, dear God, we thank you for today. We thank you for the ways in which uh, we depend on you. We are thankful for the ways that we do not know what you are doing, but we can still uh, walk in faith and walk um, one step at a time. So, God, continue to uh, bring forth uh, just new fruit in our in each of our lives and just just continue to do your work like you do amen all right well thank you so much for uh joining me on the podcast just give me a beat and i hope to see you on the next episode peace out